0: Tony Ferguson versus Anthony Pettis fight predictions. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. Before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys you can follow me on Twitter at FightJunkieCom. Listen to me on anchor.fm and of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So we have the Tony Ferguson versus Anthony Showtime Pettis fight. That's going to be the co main event to. Khabib and Connor. If you guys are interested in listening to that, what my thoughts are on that fight, I already did a podcast on that. Just go to the upper right corner of this video if you're watching it, listening to it on YouTube. Click that. It will link to the Conor Khabib podcast. So this is a good one right here on paper at least. Um, Tony Elkukui Ferguson and Anthony Showtime Pettis. i just go over their stuff really quick. I'm sure everybody knows who they are and what they do. Uh, Tony Ferguson, he is 34 years old, stands 6 feet tall, 155 pounds. 23 wins, 3 losses. Of his 23 wins, 10 are by KO TKO, 8 are by submission, 5 decisions. Of his 3 losses, 1 submission and 2 decisions. Showtime, age 31, stands 5'10", 155 pounds, 21 wins, 7 losses. Of his 21 wins, 9 KOs, TKOs, 8 subs, 4 decisions. Of those 7 losses, 1 KO, TKO, 1 sub, 5 decisions. So the first thing we have to talk about when it comes to this fight is an injury from Ferguson. He injured his leg, he's been out. Um, I don't really think it's going to be a problem if you want if you follow him on social media um he posts a lot of his training routines and crazy stuff that he does and he seems to be okay i know that that that's not going to prove everything, but he seems to be all right. He does do crazy things, and one has to wonder like how long he's going to be able to do that. If some of his injuries are a result of the way he does his training and the goofy stuff he does, he seems like he just enjoys living life. But he's getting up there in age 34, it'd be 35, 36. We're getting into this area. And, of course, just the rigorous training and the punishment you take in the gym as well as the fight. And then the crazy stuff he does outside of the training gym and stuff like that. So normally I'd be really worried about it, but he's pretty open about all the training he does and the goofy stuff he does. And it looks like he's healed. It looks okay. Again, we won't know until he gets in the actual octagon. But normally I would be cautious about that. I'm going to go out on a limb and hopefully say, if you're backing Tony, that this won't be an issue. Uh, Certainly not a deciding factor in the fight. Um, Pettis is coming off his last win over Michael Chiesa. A submission in the second round arm triangle. He's basically decided that he's no longer going to worry about takedowns and takedown defense. That's a big thing in his career. He's been very inconsistent. As you can see, he's got seven losses. At one time, he was literally the guy in the Wheaties box. And then he just went on a terrible run there, losing three in a row. Then he would win. Then he would lose. Then he would win. Then he would lose. He's won. So if he follows that pattern, he's going to lose against Tony Ferguson on October 6th. The issue has always been his takedown defense. As you can see with his losses, he has seven losses, but five are by decision. Normally what happens is a wrestler takes him down. They lay on him. They just ground and pound him. He ends up losing a decision. He just simply couldn't get up. Um, now he's focused more on his jujitsu. He said he's not going to worry about so much defending the takedowns because it stifled his offense. He was afraid to let his hands go. This time around, he's saying, you know, if they take me down, they take me down, and I'll try to submit him with my jujitsu. I mean, I personally think you need to be real well-rounded, but obviously, takedown defense is something he has not been able to get. He just cannot, for whatever reason develop good takedown defense. He's tried it and tried it and tried it and he had no success. So at this point, I guess you've got to rely on your uh, jiu-jitsu and that could be a problem against Tony because Tony's very good on the ground. Um, If anybody's shooting for takedowns, it's going to be Tony. I don't think Pettis is going to want to go to the ground in that regard. he's, He's more of a striker. Pettis has good ground game, but I don't really think that's where he wants to be in the Tony Ferguson fight. If you have to compare the two jujitsu's and whose is better, I kind of lean towards Tony. Tony does more takedowns. He enjoys the ground game a little bit more. Pettis definitely off his back, doesn't enjoy it. Even if he has the ability to submit you, you, he tries to avoid going to the ground. As you can see, we just talked about that. Um, And then if he is on his back, a lot of times he just didn't get the submission and he wasn't able to get up. That's why he has seven seven of those losses. Uh, Most of those are off a wrestling-based style that he just doesn't compete very well with. I think Tony can implement that in this game. Not only is he riding a 10-fight win streak, but takedowns are part of his game. If you watch his fight with uh, Barboza, uh, in the striking area, he, he actually took some damage. And that's one of my big criticisms of Tony. I know a lot of people are high on him, and he is super tough. But technically speaking, he gets lit up on the feet a lot. He takes flush punches. Now... He does have a great chin and he's aggressive and so he's been able to rely on that but at some point that's gonna go you know i'm a big a big believer in you only have so much damage in your career that you can absorb and that's including the gym and he's been able to take everything and he gets hit flush on the chin he's never been stopped by a ko or tko he's only been submitted once he, he takes abuse well, but how long can he do it now? He's done it. He's proven he can do it against strikers So to say that he won't be able to do it against pettis is kind of far-fetched I think he'll be able to do it against pettis, but the problem is pettis is a striker So if tony wants to strike with anthony for the entire fight that is going to be the most difficult path to victory bar none if he can take Tony down, then it's whose jiu-jitsu is better. And again, I think Tony likes being on the ground more than Anthony does, especially if it's a case of Tony takes Pettis down and he's in top position. Because again, Pettis doesn't like being on his back. He does have good jujitsu and Tony has been submitted once. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that something could happen there. That in a jiu-jitsu match, it's just who's got better jujitsu and who catches who is slipping up. And that could definitely play a factor in this one. Um, Let's go over the odds really quick. Uh, Pettis is sitting at the underdog at plus three. Ferguson is minus 360. Will go, won't go. And this is only a three-round fight. Will go, won't go three. Will go is minus 110. Won't go is minus 120. The draw is 8,000 to one, so 80 to one. Um, Pettis wins inside is plus 675. Ferguson wins inside is plus 125. Pettis wins by decision plus 491. Ferguson wins by decision plus 169. So you can see right there they're not expecting a stoppage win for Pettis with his plus 675. Um, like I said, I, I understand where they're coming from that since Tony hasn't been stopped on the feet. And you would think that he may have the grappling advantage if they go to the ground, especially if Tony took him down. Uh, The Pettis by decision, you could see that if he just outstruck Tony over the course of three, three rounds. So that's probably accurate. The Ferguson by decision and Ferguson inside are fairly close. He's favored technically to win inside. Again, I get probably what the books are thinking there as far as... If he can get Pettis down, he may have an advantage on the ground. I'm not so sure about striking. I actually kind of give the striking advantage to Pettis, if I'm being honest. Only simply because I believe Pettis is more technically sound than Tony. Tony relies on toughness and just pure aggression. And like I said, if you go back and look at that Barboza fight, he was getting lit up in spots there. It's just that he's super tough and he's able to walk through it. it. But it does make the fight. More difficult when he does that because he is vulnerable in certain spots like that to be hit flush, hit clean over and over again. But again, his toughness gets him through. You can see the over-under at minus 110, minus 120. They're kind of on a fence with that as far as if it can go under, if it's going to go over, if uh, Ferguson can stop him, or if we're going to go to the cards. I think if you like um, Tony, you probably take him straight. His line isn't so great now. It opened at minus 265. It's currently at 360. Obviously, the 265 is a far better number. Hopefully, if you like Tony, you got in early. Um, I do have to favor him here, and I would probably play Tony straight um, instead of like taking them inside or taking them by decision simply because I kind of agree with the books there that a lot depends on where the fight takes place. I have a feeling if it if it's an all stand-up fight, we may end up going to points here, um, especially if Anthony's able to hold his own and really uh, force Tony to walk through fire then I would actually favor Anthony in that type of fight. Not necessarily to win, but he's going to be competitive there for sure. Like, if somebody wanted to make a case for Pettis here, I really can't argue with you because Pettis at one point was the cream of the crop, and he still does have very, very good striking. So a lot of this comes down to how you think Tony is going to fight. Is he going to just make it a pure stand-up fight? Or is he going to mix in those takedowns? Now you have two things to think about. Is it going to be a pure stand-up fight? If it is, then Pettis is in this. And being plus three straight is very high. If Tony mixes in takedowns, one, is he going to do it? Two, can he get the takedown? Those are important questions because if he mixes in the takedowns and he's able to get them, then I give him the advantage in that spot. And I think that's where it gets interesting as far as can Tony submit Pettis or ground him, ground him, pound him out, or something like that. Pettis has been pretty resilient on his back of not getting finished, but most of the time that's against wrestlers. So it just depends if Ferguson is going to do the ground and pound route. Pettis will probably be able to ride that out. He does pretty good there. He doesn't necessarily get up. He's not winning the rounds, but he's not getting his head bounced off the canvas over and over again. Is he going to turn it into a jiu-jitsu match if it hits the ground? Then that's a different story because we don't know who's got the better jujitsu. Like I said, I think Tony's more comfortable there, and that may make all the difference in the world. It's a lot easier to make a case for Tony straight at the 260, 265 line. It's a little harder at the minus 360. Only because, not because I don't believe like Tony is not going to win or that he can't win. It's just because Pettis still brings tools to this match that could cause Tony Ferguson trouble, mainly as striking. So I believe in a pure striking match. Uh, we're Tony's. Tony's gonna have issues there in a pure striking match. I, I think, in my opinion, he has to mix in takedowns here to kind of use his overall game and maybe get an advantage on the ground. On the feet, Pattis can basically strike with anybody, and I think that's been proven. He has success against a lot of people striking. That's why they want to take him down. Tony's so tough and so aggressive. A lot of times he just takes the punches and rushes forward. And I can see Pettis just moving and picking him apart. Moving and picking him apart. Hopefully if that happens and you're on Tony. He's going to shoot for a single leg. He's going to dive for that leg. And then try to get Pettis on the ground and do his work there. Otherwise if he keeps it just standing. A striking match. Then the people especially at minus minus. 360 that have taken Tony are going to start to worry because in a pure striking match that gives Anthony Pettis his absolute best way to win the fight. I think this is a good matchup. There's already talk of the winner of this fight, especially if it's Tony. He's on, what, 10-fight win streak. This would be 11 fights. If he beats Pettis, gets the winner of Khabib and Conor. There was also even rumblings that if Khabib or Conor pull out, you know, weight issues and all this stuff. We've heard that about uh, Khabib before, that maybe one of these guys would step in. I'm not so sure about that. Uh, A super late notice fight or something if something crazy occurs with the weigh-in hopefully that's not the issue We get a decisive uh, outcome in the counter-Khabib fight. And then you have a decisive outcome in the Ferguson-Pettis fight. And then maybe the next fight or the next two fights, those people match up. And the winners match up. And then you get, you know, another super fight going on. But anyway, that's what I think for this fight. Let me know what you guys think. Hit me up. Leave some comments. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will talk to you tomorrow, baby.